It's time to save your progress and tune in. Multiple Nerdgasm presents Save File with your hosts, Luke and Hannah. And we are finally back. Welcome back. It's only been six or seven weeks since we've recorded. Yeah, treat him mean, keep him keen. So what happened was, I was playing the film while we were on holidays, but in the first place we went to, there was no internet, and then I lost track of time and day and things. By which Luke means playing to record. Yeah. <laughs> Not film. <laughs> yes, yes, words. Okay, because I know the people are probably desperate to hear it. What were your European highlights, Luke? I licked the Eiffel Tower. And if fans want to see this, how can they do that, Luke? If you go to the Multiple Nerdgasm Instagram, you'll see it on there. It was a really good lick as well. Any other treats that I should look out for? I don't know. What is? There's, there's a lot happening on the Multiple Nerdgasm Instagram. There is? What else is there? There's a lot of really cool photos at the moment. Like what? You licking the Eiffel Tower, teaser videos thereof, some yes. other highlights from the European trip. Mm-hmm. It's all there. It's all there. Because what else happened in Europe? You caught up with the boys. Yes, finally caught up with Matt and Dan. I haven't seen them in, I think, was it last year or the year before I went to New York saw them? A uh, year before, I well, think. Watson was a little kitten. Yeah, so she's two, so it would have been the year before. And I, we saw Dan and Ho- Oh, hey. <laughs> I can never get her name right and it drives me crazy. But we saw them last year for your 30th in Singapore. Thanks for outing my age. The Korean skincare line said that no one would ever guess. Well, they didn't guess. They've been told. Oh. <laughs> There's a difference. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we went away. We did lots of things. I saw castles. I walked up and down a lot of stairs. Yep. Uh... And yeah, and somehow managed to keep my 12th in Australia ranking on Gamerscore. That's true. You also tried some new game. You tried a very spirited game of Cub, a Swedish game where you throw blocks at people. It was actually really fun. So you set up these blocks and you basically throw a piece of wood and try and knock them over. Yeah, it's, like- it's kind of like lawn bowls-ish. Ish, in the sense that you're two teams opposing each other, but you literally face each other and try and knock down each other's blocks. And you need to be careful where, because people get a bit, they throw quite hard sometimes. Yeah, and that's how we found out that Delphine, the French lawyer, was actually an amazing block thrower. But who won? That would be me, with my skills. Three uh, shots, three things down. I think it didn't hurt that you had Delphine on your team. She was amazing. I'm taking credit for the win. But also shout out to Delphine. Also found out I like quail. You do like quail. Never had quail before. It's like a tiny chicken. You have had quail before, but it was just the quail wings and you were whinging because you're like, what kind of chicken is this? <laughs> I also ha- ate snails. Yep. And frog's legs. Yep. I like both of them, but they're a lot, lot of work. Where is the rest of the frog? I keep asking this question. No one can tell they me. just cut it if off and throw know, the rest away. I don't understand that because people eat things like deep fried chicken skin. Who wouldn't eat deep fried frog? But it's a lot of effort for not a lot of meat. Talking snails or frogs? Both. I think the frogs were probably worse for the amount of effort to meat. Uh, At least the snails fair. were chewy. Uh, they were, they kind of remind me of oysters in mm. terms of the text. But yeah. We got back 
and within 24 hours, I had completed three games. And I downloaded the latest Sims expansion, Realm of Magic, which Realm. I would like to review right now. Okay. What now, some that? of the... Uh, don't talk over me. It's my floor now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I love The Sims. I've been mm -hmm. playing Sims since the OG Sims. I love it. Anyway. A lot of criticism has been that Sims 4 has never quite lived up to Sims 3, and I get where they're coming from because Sims 4 is mostly about being pretty, not so much some of the gameplay, and, you know, I get that. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I really liked in Sims 3 was Supernatural. So when the vampires came out in Sims 4, I was just like, eh, whatever, I'm a really big vampire fan. I was, I've been hanging out for werewolves. Yep. I've been hanging out for the werewolves. We had the vampires in the vampire pack. We got the mermaids in the island living pack. Mermaids are pretty cool, by the way. I like them. Do Much they easier to keep them Can they come alive. out of the water? Yes. And then they grow legs? Yes. Okay. Then, so it's like Splash. Yes. You can call them Madison if you want. Mm -hmm. The world's your oyster. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like the mermaids. Much easier than Sims 3, where your mermaids pretty much died constantly. They're a bit tougher this time. Um, but yeah, Realm of Magic brings out spellcasters, a.k.a. witches by a different name. And honestly, they're too OP. Really? Really. The hell, hell. Like, okay. what do they do? Okay, so like, if someone dies in this thing, you can resurrect them in a variety of different ways. Usually by leveling up in drink making or doing long quests to find a particular fish and then cooking it, then tricking the ghost into eating it. It's like it's a whole wow. thing. Wow. Yeah, witches, mm -hmm. wave of the wand, can de-deadify someone. Oh, that they can. They can also, if they've got the gravestone, summon the ghost and then de-deadify the ghost. So you don't even have to go searching for the ghost. Oh, so made well, things a bit too easy then if you just want to have someone alive. Yeah, and it only takes a couple of days, sim days, to actually gather all the spells. So oh. just a bit of a heads up there. So witches are cool, but I think a little bit OP. The one thing I've always found weird about the sims is, like, sims 4... You got you got to buy the same DLC packs that you brought in Sims Three because they've got different names. They've yeah. got different names, <laughs> but yeah, like pets. Yeah, you had pets came out and was a DLC pack in Three. When Four comes out, it should just be part of the base game. Pets was DLC in Two. See, and it should become part of the base game. They're just I find uh, that wrong. I think it's because Sims it chews up a lot of RAM. Your computer will work. So it makes sense that you have some control. Honestly, I kind of regret getting pets. I know I won it at a previous PAX, but pets, they don't do much. You can't control the pets. No. They just live their life. And you've got to feed them. Uh, Otherwise, they get taken away by animal control. No, the pets run away, and then your sims have to post about them. And if you've got a child in the house, they will keep crying and running to the parents, and one of their interactions is, ask if pet is ever coming home. Oh, <laughs> And if the pet does come home and you don't welcome it quickly enough, the pet's just like, nope. <laughs> you didn't look after me last time and this is, I see the way it's going this time. I'm out again. Yeah. Do, do, do they get adopted by other families? I don't know. But they all seem to be called Nougat. I've got so many cats called Nougat who just show up at my Sims house. I'm <laughs> like, why are you visiting eight cats called Nougat? <laughs> this is weird. Do you feed them? Or do they just walk in and eat? Your other cat's food. They eat the other cat's food. I'm mm. a generous host. Okay. I kicked them out. Anyway, that's my review of Sims 4, Realm of Magic. It's 
cool if you want to have ridiculously OP sim, which I know a lot of people do. Mm. I wonder if it's going to come out in the Xbox, because that might be able, if I use that, and because it's super oh. powerful, it might help me get the achievements quickly. Oh, Xbox users are ropeable at how slowly some of the sim expansions are coming out for Xbox. They want all the DLC. And I don't blame them, because it's not fair when you see your PC friends and you're like, oh, you've got all the cool stuff first. Oh, one thing I forgot to add. Yeah. Um, is the inheritance of traits. Sims 4, get your stuff together. I had a mermaid and a witch have a baby. Yep. The baby... Is it a vampire? No, I was pretty sure baby was going to be a witch. Yep. However, when baby turned into a teenager, mm-hmm. um, she had a hydration need, so she had the mermaid thing. And then when she went swimming for the first time, she grew a mermaid tail. But yep. she wasn't actually a mermaid, so she got stuck with the tail and just kept wandering around the neighborhood in tail form, complaining about the cold. What? So then I had to buy more mermaid kelp to turn her back into a human, which turned her into a full witch, which makes sense. So she was a mermaid, but not? Yeah, like all her other traits were coming up as spellcaster, her sims needs, like the actual menu was the spellcaster one, which is a different color, her little plum bob had the spellcaster design on it and everything. But yeah, uh, surprise mermaid. Okay. I suspected when at her birthday party she started making the weird dolphin noises. I was like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> well, can't she be a mermaid witch? Well, that's what I thought. But because she couldn't turn back into a leg form, not really. So she just got out of the pool and then she just had a tail. Yeah, and then she was sort of walking around on a tail. It was weird and very glitchy, and I'm sure they're going to put out a patch soon to fix it, but. EA, if you're listening, which you they should are. be, cool. Um, please fix this and give me werewolves. The fairies, whatever. But don't, werewolves? Don't care about the fairies. I loved the werewolves. They were fun. Okay. Well, one of the things I did when we got back was the Saturday when we got back is I drove up to Sydney to go to the Ubisoft experience. You did, and you came back with a new tattoo. It was not a real tattoo. It was one of the temporary ones, which was sort of weird because all these kids were sort of lighting up getting tattoos, and then there's me covered in tattoos getting a fake one. Oh, yeah, classic look. <laughs> but I was a little disappointed by this event. Oh? It, was, it wasn't expensive. It was $20, and I knew what it was. It was to go see some of the new stuff that's coming out from Ubisoft. But I thought there was going to be a bit more to it than what there was. I drove three hours up there. I was at the event for like two hours, and then three hours to drive home again. Yeah, I have a bone to pick with video game companies, and I really, like, Mm -hmm. okay, generally if they come to PAX, they're okay. Yeah. But I'm getting a bit tired of this thing of like, Mm -hmm. oh, Australian gamers, because they don't have Comic-Con over, they'll take anything. Please put some effort in. It's not fair. Why should we have to pay $20? No, no, this this event is something they've done... They've done here, they also did it in Paris, and they did it in the third. And it's the same event they're taking around thing. The event is worth it if you live close to it. It's not something okay. you want to travel to. This is just more of a general rant about some of the things. <laughs> yeah, no. It was, it was good, but yeah, it's not, it wasn't worth driving for six hours to go to it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, fair. Um, we did get to see some Beyond Good and Evil 2. So this You're is- excited. Yes. I never played the original. It came out in 2003, and I missed that. This is a prequel set before it, and I'm now actually looking forward to this game. Woo! Uh, 
they haven't even announced dates or even what it's coming out on yet. I tell you right now, it's not coming out in the current generation of console. No. If they had of, if it was coming out current generation, they would have announced it by now. So That's fair. And there's not even a release date, so it's going to come out on the next generation. Is Cyberpunk going to come out on current gen? Yes. Okay, and you heard the disappointing news that you can't date Keanu Reeves in the game? No. People are devastated. People are also upset that you can't play third person or because in the game they you customize your character greatly in that. Yep. But then you don't get to see your character really. Oh, not because even you like play, mirrors. You play first. Oh, your mirrors because you yep. play first person. Even cutscenes is going to be first person. I bet it's going to be like Fallout though, where people spend hours and hours and hours customizing. <laughs> I do that as well in games. I'll spend all this time customizing, and then I'll go, and then I never look at myself ever again. What was that weird basketball game you played where it took your face photo and then put that on the character oh. and it was some unholy thing because it had being like, confused? It had, extra, it had like two sets of eyes and, yeah, it was weird. Just one of the NBA games. No wonder your opponents kept running away. <laughs> There's old four eyes Luke, they said. What's he up to? So one of the things that was in Beyond Good and Evil 2 is it's going to be a big game. Um, I can see one of the things, Ubisoft came out a game a couple of years ago now, Starlink. Yeah. Which is, you remember seeing me play that, it's the one where you got the ships and you plugged them onto the controller and... Yeah, you were surprisingly fond of that. I didn't mind it. It wasn't the greatest game, but it was interesting. But I can see part of the technology and what they've built in that is going into Beyond Good and Evil 2. Mm -hmm. So in Beyond Good and Evil 2, you actually get a spaceship. And you can <gasps> customise it, fly around, and it's got the whole thing where you take off, you fly up, and you leave the planet. And then you can fly to other planets, mm -hmm. and I can see, I can see that in Starlink as well, because that was something that did happen. So it's just, I don't know. The game looks great, and I'm, um, yeah. Hopefully, they'll announce some more details soon. But if you get a chance, watch the new gameplay of it. Mm -hmm. I, Ubisoft are doing something really well. They've gotten really good at it now, and that's the collectibles and open world games. But they did get to a stage where it was a bit ridiculous. In one of the Assassin's Creed, there was just. Every 10 steps, there was a treasure chest you could pick up. and mm -hmm. But in the last game, like Ghost Recon, it was I kept collecting all the guns and things because they were sort of, they made it, they were easy to see on the map and it wasn't difficult to get them. And it was just that, oh, I'll get this one as well. I'll travel yeah. here. And it was just making those collectibles a little bit easier to get. Mm -hmm. I think they're really good at that, especially in their open world games. And you're okay if they translate that to the real world. And if you were walking around packs, they were like, hey, Luke. Enjoy these presents? Yes. Well, Pax, we go to that in a couple of weeks. We do. Are you excited? I'm excited about Pax. I'm not so excited about the drive there. Yes. We <laughs> left it very late to book. I left it very late to book airfare tickets. Um, yeah, that was because I was going to look because Hannah said to book it ages ago and I forgot. The one thing. The one thing. So, yeah, we're now driving down, but they've... They finally announced some who's going, and there's some big names going. Bethesda's going. We're going. <laughs> We're going. They haven't put us on a panel. We could always ask. Uh, That's how you get on a panel. You just submit your ID. We could get a panel. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, slightly off-topic but funny work-related story mm -hmm. is I received an email the other day asking if I was willing to be a guest speaker. Mm-hmm at someone's workplace for a training thing. Yep. And so, you know, I took it to my manager and I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, 
what do you think? Should I do it? And he was like, oh, you know, it's a great opportunity. Get your name out there. Da, da, da. And then he looked at where this person is from and was like, how did they find you? <laughs> and I said, oh, remember how we had that huge graduate thing for, you know, graduates who are interested in data mm-hmm. in Canberra. Um, I was at that and this is where this person sort of saw me. And my manager was like, oh, cool. So you were one of the speakers. No. <laughs> were you on a panel? No. <laughs> it's like, what did you do? And I said, I walked around the floor encouraging women to take up STEM opportunities as they appear because I still think we've got a long way to go in that kind of area. And this guy just heard me and now he wants me to come along to this thing. <laughs> and my manager just kept looking at me. He's like, no, seriously, though, did you give like any presentation? I just said, why can't you just accept I'm inspiring? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I bring to you, Pax. Inspiration. Well, next year, all we need to do is submit, and I'm sure they'll have us. What would we do? Um, you could talk about the challenges and discrimination you've overcome in the gaming industry because you're a ginger. Having to walk upstairs as well. Yeah, remember that time you went to PAX and they had the cool display that was upstairs only? Mm-hmm. Upstairs. Well, what about the time well, with the ginger side where we had to line up for Sea Thieves and it was in the sun? They let you sit under a tree. Yep. You made me line up in the sun. <laughs> it worked out well for me. But so Bethesda's going, Bungie's going, uh, 2K's going. Most importantly, a lot of our friends at the indie games are going. Mm-hmm. That's where I end up spending most of my time because they've got some really good games. But 2K's a panel. That's one you should always definitely go to. They're, re- they're good at giving away stuff. <laughs> I've been to uh, a couple of times. I've been to one PAX East and one in PAX Australia, and they give away codes for not the full game, but the DLC that's coming yeah. out in Borderlands. So I'm actually looking forward to that. But, it- but to be honest, peeps, if you're heading to PAX for the very first time, top tip get in and check out those indie games early. Those, yes. The big players will be there all weekend. The indie games, if they do have merch and things, usually first thing on the Friday or last thing on the Sunday is the time to check them out. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Saturday, Saturday's a day. PAX is, you don't get a lot done on the Saturday. Fridays and Sundays are the days I find the most interesting. Yeah, Saturday is pretty much the floor day. It's where you want really want to check out a lot of the cosplay. Most of the cosplay happens yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, because that's where big the cosplayers all do the Saturday. That's because the, that's the day they show off because that's a most That's packed, the packed day. day. Friday's a bit quiet because it's still a Friday. Sunday's also a bit quiet because it's the shorter day. It closes at six. But yep. Saturday is the full day, so definitely go out. If you see us there, come and say hi. We'll be walking around the floor all three days. Yep. Hopefully they've got Buckashuck. Luke loves the oysters. I forget the name of the bar. There's a bar right around the corner <laughs> from PAX, and on the Friday they have Dollar oysters, mm-hmm. and we go there every year, and I'll eat like two dozen oysters. Yeah, um, I am looking forward to some of the tabletop tourneys. Mm-hmm. I have some medals to defend. Yes. Uh, what else was I excited about this year? I get to go and lose the most amount of tournaments as I do every year. No, I don't think you'll play as many this year because there are some very very cool things happening on the floor. I'm not sure you'll have time. Mm, no. I need to sit down and actually plan out the weekend. So I need to start to get emails now from people who want us to go and look at their games and things. So I need to start planning out and work out the strategy for the weekend. I have to go in with a plan. Quite yeah. difficult. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if you're heading down to PAX, if you've got something you're showing off and you want to say hi or want to tee up a time or anything, 
Please send us an email. Luke, what is that email address? It is safefile at multiplenerdgasm.com. Yep. So, yeah, well, so, well, I think we'll end this podcast there. I think it's a good one to be back. Yep. I think we'll start surprising people. I think we have, might have a guest on next week. I believe we just might. Mm, so tune in next week and find out who that will be. Hint, it's not one of the cats. It's not, no. Okay. Done.